This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hi there, and welcome into episode 16 of Small Talk. I am your host, Michelle Smallman. Uh, before we get things started, apologies that we didn't have a podcast last week. I worked really hard to try and get one done, but I had a travel situation coming back from Italy. You're going to hear about that a little bit later, unfortunately. Um, we banked one before I went on vacation so that we could keep the consistency going, but because of the delay, the schedule was really messed up and we just couldn't get it done. So, without further ado, since we didn't have one last week, let's just dive right into it. We've got Saruti and Freeze Pops on the line. Tom, Steve, how you doing? What's up? Okay, well first, let's just get this out of the way. The very first pod we ever did, we did the cool No One Cares Power Rankings 1.0. And one of the things I was very adamant about that no one cared about was bad travel stories. And here I am, sitting here today, ashamed, tail between my legs, because I felt guilty to one of my golden rules. And that is that I had a terrible travel story and I shared it on social media. So I apologize to you and our listeners. What was the change? Why did you decide to share it with the world? So, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm embarrassed for myself. You embarrassed yourself. I did embarrass myself. But, you know, it was one of those things where I had already been on the plane about 12, 13 hours. We then – here, I'll just give you guys the full rundown of what happened, okay? Sure, because I didn't already see the 10 hours. <laughs> story. But, yeah, why don't you give me the rundown? The 10-hour-long Insta story. Um, so what happened was I was coming back from Italy, Rome to Chicago direct. Mm, NBD. NBD. Like, no, <laughs> humble brag. Sick, no. Sick. Um, but, you know, you have to plan these things right as far as sleep, right? So on the way back, I was supposed to land in Chicago about 2.30, and then I'd be back in St. Louis by 6 p.m. So I wanted to stay up and work the whole flight so that I could just crash when I get back and get right back on the sleep schedule. So we get up in the air. We're in the air like 10, 11 hours after being delayed an hour for takeoff. And the captain comes over the loudspeakers kind of mumbly, and he's like, Psh. Uh, we regret to inform you that there's some bad weather in Chicago and we are not cleared for landing. We've been circling for a while and we've uh, run out of fuel. So we need to land in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And all of us on the plane are like, all right, we'll land it in Grand Rapids, Michigan then if we've run out of fuel. <laughs> and so we've, we land the plane and we think it's just going to be a quick fuel up or back. That was not the case. We then sat on the runway for about three, four hours on a live taxiway, which means you can't really get up, which means that the the stewardesses or our flight attendants, whatever their proper PC name is these days, um, they weren't even giving us snacks or water. Everyone was going nuts. So, And I was in a middle seat, you guys. So to kind of maintain my sanity, I was like, I'm going to post this on Instagram and I'm going to do um, one of those question and answer things that you can do on your story mm-hmm. that I have never done. And I'm thinking maybe this will help the time go by, which it did. But then after that, we we finally get off the plane. Grand Rapids, Michigan is not an international airport. So we were detained and quarantined into a tiny area of this airport. They had armed guards protecting us so we couldn't move. They brought in like 11 pizzas for 200 people. They closed down the one bathroom, working bathroom that was in the area. We didn't get back until Chicago. We were supposed to land at 2 until like 10:15. I missed all my connecting flights. I was stuck in Chicago for an extra day. And it was one of those things that once I started sharing the story on Instagram, Hundreds of people were writing back, being like, oh, my God, United's the worst. I've had the worst travel experiences with them. This is my thing. And in that moment, I was like, yeah, this is a common thread that connects all of us. We've all had a bad travel situation. And, like, look at all these strangers that I don't even know that have also been screwed over by United. And so I totally redact my statement. People do care about bad travel stories. And I sit here apologizing for ripping all those people that have told me those stories in the past. Do you want to go first, Rudy? Because <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Go. Yeah, I'm going to be short because I 
It sounds like it sucked. Clearly, it did suck. I saw your story. I don't have an issue, I guess, with the Instagram story documenting the whole thing. Um, but I definitely didn't want to hear the story again. Uh, As you know in right what I mean? now, right now. Yeah, like I feel <laughs> but I like had to give I context feel like for the people I feel who like didn't in, see it. No, I feel like Instagram stories are fine because, like, I mean, if you're if you're in the middle of this stressful situation and like you're pissed and you want to vent a little bit using the story. I'm okay with that because then you could choose not to look. Like I could just not look at your story yeah, you if I don't want to continue going, and which is kind of I think what I did. I did note, <laughs> I did notice that there was some stress going on, um, but that wasn't the thing. We'll, we'll get to this later, but that's that's not the thing I noticed about your trip. So I didn't have a huge issue with you doing it because I just didn't really watch it to be honest with you. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, my big thing is just the hypocrisy of the whole thing. I mean, now now you're sitting here, you're like, oh, now I get why people. Uh, you know, can say their bad travel stories because everyone has one and it connects us all. But your main point before was that we all have them, so shut up. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. So I don't really understand what changed because if you've had bad ones before and you had bad ones now, why is this one now the one where you're like, okay, now everyone doesn't need to shut up. Everyone tell me your bad travel stories because now we all have them and we're all, you know, bad travelers together. I guess it's because prior to this, I didn't really have the community aspect of this. I mean, Steve and I had an awful, awful travel experience trying to get to Florida State. You put it on that Instagram. But we didn't put it on Instagram. Well, we kind of did a little bit. We kind of chronicled it a little bit. We talked about it on the show. But just to see the way that all these people were kind of writing with me, I was getting all these messages the next day being like, are you still in Chicago? I can't believe that happened to you. And I thought, what a good way to bring people together. You know, and I just think it's an evolved person who can sit here and say, you know what? I was wrong about that. I was wrong. I think it depends on the like the degree of the story too, like how bad that was obviously a pretty bad one, right? Yeah, this wasn't really like bad. I was like, delayed yeah. two hours and I was in my right. bed, you know. Yeah, you know, those right are pretty that. annoying. I mean I guess yours was an extreme circumstance, so that's fine. Like you getting pizzas on a flight and then not being able to use the bathroom, that's that's pretty aggressive. So I mean it's interesting. <laughs> So I'm not going to fault you for it, but you did break your own code, and I think that's, you know, you don't have any integrity. That's <laughs> that's basically <laughs> true. But does it help my case that it did make the, the local Chicago news it was that bad? Like, like you, specifically? you specifically? Not me, but the the flight. Uh, made it. And then they said, no, they said no. the, the bright spot in the whole debacle <laughs> was when pizzas were delivered to the, to the, um, the passengers. Nah. And I thought, really? I'm sorry. They delivered maybe max 20 pizzas for 200 people. This is what I don't understand. United, you have the manifest. You know how many people are on this plane. Pull it up. Do the quick math. Give everyone two slices. It's not a problem. Mm. Yeah, I, I would say that it would make up for it if you specifically were mentioned. Like local St. Louis celebrity, Michelle Smallman, <laughs> oh was God. trapped in yeah. Chicago. Classic that would be news. good. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious, as to, you know, Saruti mentioned that he has beef with your Italy trip in general. Yeah, now I'm nervous. I, I kind of want, want to go there. <laughs> it seems like you need like, something you got to get off your chest, Steve. I yeah. do. Oh, um, my God. I do. Please go. Um, I don't know, maybe, so, yeah, let's do it. So I was sitting on the couch um, with my fiance Maddie, <laughs> who is friends with, with, with you, Michelle. Yes. Um, you guys talk all the time. Yes, yeah, she is the best. And, you know, I'm just scrolling through this. I was checking out the story, seeing what was going on. <laughs> and it was, you know, you were obviously living your best life in the Amalfi Coast. You uh-huh. know, Capri, doing your thing. Confirmed, boats, yeah. Mm-hmm. Champagne, whatever. Drinking a lot of lem- those ice Lemoncello. Spritz. Yeah. yeah. So many spritz. Magnum yeah. and Rosé. A lot of Carb those overload. And it was sort of a Michelle that I had never seen before. Um, really? And, and, it, and, and I, did, I think the way I described it to, <laughs> to Maddie was, I was like, wow, Michelle is like thotting out in, <laughs> in Italy right now. 
<laughs> and she's like, you know what? Yes, you are right. Shouts out to Michelle. I'm like, this is a, this is just a weird side of Michelle that I'm like, this like you're usually you know reserved like, but you have fun. And I was just like, Michelle, just like letting it, just just letting letting you know bygones be got be bygones and living your best Let life her- in Europe. Let her thought flag fly. Yeah, and honestly, I respected it. It was just unexpected. You know, that is so funny because you're like maybe the sixth person that has said that to me. <laughs> yes. not, not in those exact terms. No one has really said I thought it out in Europe. But people were like, wow, you were just living over there. You were living. Yeah. And you know what I think it is? Is everything there is just so free? You're just very casual. You know what I mean? There's yeah, no it's Europe. Europe's weird. I yeah, love it. there's no stigma. It's just kind of oh, you want to walk around in a bathing suit? Cool, do it. You want to like, drink a spritz at 10 a.m.? Cool, do it. It's just yeah, like I, I'm not going to judge you for what you choose to do on the coast of Italy. So you know what? That did manifest <laughs> itself in my Instagram stories. I will say. Listen, I'm not. I'm not judging. Oh, I am judging. I'm I'm not negatively judging. I was just like, wow, all right, Michelle, like, yes. <laughs> What's up? Yes. Yes, Queen, yes. Yeah, a lot of yes going on. Well, you know what, though? It also, though, was kind of that trip. We weren't in Iceland looking at the Northern Lights. You know, we were literally on boats in swimsuits. Yeah, this is like your eat, pray, love like thing, right? You were just kind of like doing your deal, Except trying to find yourself, more meeting like people. Eat. Not really praying, but... Yeah, it was like more like eat, drink, rage. But yeah, either fine. way, it was fine. I mean, Europe's, Europe's awesome because, like you said, Europe is just weird in that, like, you can just sort of do whatever you want and, like, nobody sort of judges you. I don't even know if it's that they judge you. Like, Americans sort of judge people in Europe. But Europeans, like, I just feel like if you want to, all right, cool. Like, we're, you know, we're going to go to a nude beach, like, NBD, like, whatever. We're going to do our thing. And we're going to just drink all day. We're not going to have a siesta in Spain where we just don't work for a couple hours. Like, I love Europe. I need We need to be more like Europe. We really do. My friends and I had this conversation over there. We're like, America does so many things great. Why have we not adapted to the European lifestyle? Like, yeah. Why do we not have a pausa or a siesta in the middle of the day? Why is alcohol this forbidden binge drinking thing when you could just casually sip it all day and have a really great buzz going on? Why <laughs> are we so ashamed of our bodies in this puritanical sense where it's like, Let's wear a turtleneck and ski pants at all times to where when I'm in a swimsuit, it's like, oh, my God, Michelle is thotting out. You know what I mean? Uh, That's really an American viewpoint from you, Steve. I expected you to be a little bit more No, I, 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 you're right. And it's only just because it caught me off guard. That's why. <laughs> and I was happy for you because I'm like, Michelle, Michelle just looks like she's in her natural habitat right now. Italy works for me. It really does. All I was going to say is, like, if you or I posted like that, though, Saruti, the whole time we were on a vacation, we would get so much shit. Well... I well, in what way? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's because, because I mean, I'm a female, and Steve's ma- used to seeing me in like a, that's true. A, you know what? You know, you know free spots be better than that. Yeah, you guys are being really sexist right now, and I do no, not appreciate I, it. No, I'm just saying, man. I, I get trolled for everything. Well, I, anything just, I post, I get trolled by my. But friends. your brother was posted eating a sultry burrito at a Taco mm. Bell in Costa Rica, <laughs> which was A plus content, and we'll get to that later. But you know, I post a 43 percent sultry spritz picture, and it's like Michelle's thotting out in Europe. Not like. Well, oh what God, is A-plus the male content. equivalent of thotting? I don't even know. Like, what, what that what, um, would that even be? I would say anything where you're like flexing at a pool or flexing at a gym <laughs> or shirtless in any way. That's like the male equivalent uh-huh. of thotting. Yeah, right? I don't do that. So that's. Uh... That's, but compared that, I, to other Instagram thoughts, I would say I was on the mild end. No, yeah, you dip your toe in the thought pool, but <laughs> you were you, you know you were definitely experimenting, and I was like I said, I'm not judging you. I just it just caught me off guard, and I was happy for you. <laughs>
<laughs> from, yeah, now you, on, from now on, the content is going to be real buttoned up, Steve. Don't you worry. We're back in the professional <laughs> environment. I'm now. not. I'm like I said. You, you should bring that Michelle back to the states. Who knows? Like maybe I'll bring like it to, that, uh, maybe I'll bring uh, Italian Michelle to your wedding, Steve. You should. That would be great, Tom. Oh, I was going to say you could see it, but you're not going. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I, I kind of I missed my invite to that. Uh, yeah, I'll be did in you the get mail. lost in the mail? Or, yeah, yeah, you'll get or, it. I mean, I know I changed addresses <laughs> uh, recently. You know, from Connecticut back up to Boston. So, like, I know, like, sometime maybe did you not put the right amount of stamps on the letter? or... Yeah, this, you know, uh, listen, yeah. I'm going to just blame Maddie on this one. It's all her fault. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, in full transparency, uh, Saruti, I can't go anyway. So oh, there cool, you go. Oh, cool, yeah, you know I, what? I would have said no. In your, fa- so in your face, Saruti. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to go anyway. Sure, Tom. Sure. <laughs> I, I, my good family friend, Eric Romeka, getting married the same day. What's up, Eric Romeka? Oh, all right. Shout out uh, to Erica. Uh, yep. Nope, his name's Eric. Uh, um, oh, Eric. Right. Eric. Oh, got it, Eric. My bad. Um, yep. Tom, maybe Steve sent the invite to your work and it got lost there. Yeah, well, I mean, if that happened, that would not be out of the ordinary these days because uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a package sent to my radio station's building uh, that contained $30,000 worth of marijuana. Whoa! It, it was what? just sitting in our mailroom for two weeks, and the receptionist was like, "All right, I got to open this up. Like, what's going on here?" And there was just a ton of pot, and no <laughs> one knows like who it's for or how it got there, and everyone's kind of baffled. And it's all over the Boston news right now, like local radio station having high times. <laughs> you know, like a lot of really corny. Uh, you know, headlines going on, but yeah, ton of pot at my station. Uh, could it's you? Insane. Could people smell it from no, the package? No, so yeah, everything. Everything was like super sealed up the way that you would, you know, ship drugs. It was very a very professional operation. It was twenty separate uh, bags. Wow, I actually just pulled this up on Twitter because people from the sports hub are tweeting it. It's thirty pounds of pot, and it takes up an entire table. Yeah, it's insane. So what? So, so who, did they call? Who called the cops? Like yeah, the, how did this happen? The receptionist was like, "Uh, what the hell?" And then I don't know. I think he probably like went to the boss first and was like, "Uh, boss, like what's up?" And then they called the police. And yeah, the the Boston police came down. They they confiscated everything and they brought it over to the federal drug building or whatever. And they're they're bringing it through the lab right now and see if they can figure out anything about it. But Tracy. yeah, I don't. I don't really know how they're going to figure out anything. I mean, I guess they can look at the package, but there was no return address on the package. It was just a that blank would be hilarious package. If it was. I know. <laughs> CC Tom Carroll at. Yeah. Oh my god! No way. But it, it, it's it's crazy. It's a it's like a mini little uh, drama going on at the station right now. Everyone's sort of theorizing. You know, oh, who's the pot for? Who's the pot for? But that's just not a small bag of bud. I mean, no, that's this an is enormous like... amount I of marijuana. Yeah, I'd imagine that was the intent to sell mostly. Yeah, you're uh, like yeah. trafficking drugs. It'd yeah, you might have stumbled upon just, something. It was just a really like big fan of of the sports hub that was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do these guys a solid and send them a <laughs> yeah. bunch of pot. These guys are too, <laughs> you know, they're too stressed out. Yeah, out. yeah, th- they're that, that, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just yelling about Red Sox bullpen problems. You know, why don't we just you know? Puff, what's the, what puff is the, the, mar- what's the marijuana law in Mass? 
I don't really know at this point. Isn't because, it like, I thought they were like no, because like you'll be with you'll be with a friend outside a bar, and they're like it's legal, and then they'll like spark up a joint. But then like <laughs> you'll see a friend like get in trouble for pot, and it's like okay, which one is it? Like, are you allowed to smoke a bowl on the public gardens, or like are you not allowed to have pot on you? Like, there's you know how there's always that guy like oh dude, it's legal now. Like, dude, is it? Like, I don't really know. Uh, you know, Tom, I would suggest that you look that up. You might want to be familiar with your Listen, marijuana I'm fine. laws. I'm fine. I, I I stay clean. I'm above the influence. Okay, you guys. I'm get my phone is blowing up right now because I need to put it away because I'm getting distracted. But I'm on a group text with George Sedano, Marv, who used to run the board for us, Izzy Gutierrez, and Amin El Hassan. It's called Hoops and OJ from the iconic Hoops and OJ podcast. And it's all everyone is laughing so hard because Greg Cody outed Dan Lebetard. Uh, he wrote a front page <laughs> column on the Miami Herald that Dan got engaged. And this is so funny that Greg Cody did that. Well, so we were talking about this before. Um, I'm going to be Debbie Downer. What? And you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, go ahead. Like, there's no way this is real. What do you right? mean? You think that this was a very plotted thing? 100%. Like, there's no way Cody just wrote this article about Levitard and didn't and, and, and Dan didn't have any idea and is legitimately mad about it. Like, they, this is this is for the show, right? Like, it's funny. It's their thing, right? I don't know. What I am think, I missing? I think it might be real. I think that Dan probably told a select group of people and then Cody just thought it would be funny to do. But I need to listen to the show. I haven't seen it yet. All, all yeah. of them are listening to the show. I mean, well, I would be pissed if somebody did that. <laughs> like, yeah, legitimately. If, if that's the case, like, not only is Greg Cody a bad friend, but he's he's was probably told all of this off the off the record, so he's probably a bad journalist as well. Oh wow! Shots fired yeah. by Tom. Wow. Look, I mean, you guys tell me. I mean, if if you get some confidential information from your friend, you know, does, well, does he really want you to put it out there in the public? I, I think that he's showing both bad friendship integrity and journalistic integrity. He probably lost a source, dude. Yeah, there you go. Just saying. It's funny because I'm uh, I'm looking at the tweet right now. We should just call Greg Cody GMZ because the co- the tweet announcing this just says scoop exclamation point with the link to the to Lebitard getting engaged. That is funny. It probably is a bit though. So Rudy's right. It's definitely off stage, which is fine. I mean, that's what radio shows do. I mean, I I respect it. But I mean, congrats to Dan. He's been single for a long time. Finally off the market. Yeah, there you go. Congrats, Dan Levitard. What's uh? So what's the what's the deal? Who is she? I don't even. I've... So let me read you this. This is so sweet, actually. It says Dan met Valerie, a lifelong Miami, and two years ago, noticing her walking through a restaurant at which his parents, Gonzalo, Poppy, and Lourdes, were celebrating their 49th wedding anniversary. How sweet! It says Dan is 49. By the way, his bride to be is 29. Your best wishes and or snarky comments go here. Good writing by Cody. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Good for Dan. Yeah, 29. and I love that too. Age is just a number, right? Well, what's the what are the boundaries? How old is Heidi Klum? Uh, stand by. She's got to be late forties. What's your well, guess, you both of you? That that's as old as I would go. Then Four- I'd say forty-seven. <laughs> she's forty-five. Okay. So okay. Tom, yeah. she's your peak. You would, no matter what sure. age, if if Heidi was forty-seven, you'd go forty-seven. There, exactly. As, as old as she gets, <laughs> I will go. So it's a sliding scale for you. Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, you guys aren't aging at different. You know, like. Speeds, you're like, where? where you? <laughs> Honestly, the older you get, the bet, the the less awkward it is. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think 29 yeah, so and 49 is perfectly acceptable. Heidi Klum is like 65. You think I have a shot? Is what you're saying? Maybe. 
Yeah, Especially if you keep growing your hair out. I think the older she gets, the better, sh- more uh, effective your shots are going to be, Tom. Yeah, Sarudi, I almost sent you a selfie last night. My hair was looking fire. You should have. I want to see it because I haven't seen it in like its full effect. I would love for you to start sending Steve selfies. <laughs> Anytime my, my hair looks fire, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm not going to post it anywhere. I'm just going to send Sarudi <laughs> yeah, selfies. Yeah, just quick, yeah. Okay, so I want to know, Steve, what's the oldest you would go? I mean, I know you're engaged to uh, your soulmate, perfect person for you, but let's yeah. just say that never happened. Well, she knows about this, so it's fine. Oh, okay. I've had this like I've had this thing for Michelle Pfeiffer since I was like a teenager. <laughs> what? That okay? So the, and there's a guy. Dan is in our studio who just shook his head when I said that Michelle Pfeiffer's hot. Wait, shook she's got to yes be. Or shook it no. Shook it yes. Oh, okay. She's got to be in her fifties. I would imagine. Stand by. Um, she's, I mean, she's smoking hot. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how old she is. She's 60. She's 60. Yes. Oh my God. Let's so go. Steve would go Dude, 60. Guilt. Okay. Life. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, like it was, guilt. it was ever since I saw what lies beneath, which was, I mean, that like Harrison Ford movie where she, well, I forget if she died, somebody died and then came back from the river. I don't even know. Do you guys see, do you know what I'm talking about at all? No, I don't. Yeah. You know I've, 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 yeah. I've seen it. It's been a while though. Yeah, she was like a you know like an older mom in that movie, and was, well, not older mom. I think she was just a wife. She was, I mean, she she was hot, and she had to be in her forties at that point. And at sixty (laughs) now, she even still looks good. So I'm not saying that I would see. There's a difference between dating and then marrying someone who's that old, though, right? Oh, of course. I would date somebody significantly older than me. I don't know if you. I don't know. I mean, I would obviously marry Michelle Pfeiffer. Dude, you you wouldn't marry you wouldn't marry rich like if there was like a hot. 60-year-old woman who was like, hey, be my lover. You'd I would. Like, okay, cool. I would. And like, lover. Yeah. And then you just live off of her cash. Yeah, and, sugar mom. Like, she would so be the sugar have, mom. I'm sorry. Know, who are the thoughts relations. now? Oh, I didn't say... Listen, I have no shame when it comes to that. Like, that's fine. I don't understand. I, like, you know me, Michelle. I've talked about this before. Like, I'm all in on plastic surgery. Yep. I'm all in whatever makes you happy. So yep. if you want Steve to, is you, in. Yeah, so like, I don't judge in that department. So if there was, listen, there'd have to be, I wouldn't just marry a 60 year old woman just for the money though. There'd have to be some sort of connection, right? I I, I would get too bored. I just love that Tom, or yeah, Tom went, what, 45 and then you were like, "Mm, 60. I didn't think she was 60. I really didn't. (laughs) Oh, that's surprising to me. No, in in all honesty, I don't care. I mean, look, (laughs) age is is a number, dude. The more I'm thinking about it, I mean, I just threw Heidi Klum out there because I knew she was kind of old, but is still like the best looking human being on planet Earth. Yeah, I, there's no, there's nothing weird about that at all, Michelle. Yeah, uh, it's different for women, though. You know, I would certainly go like ten years old. I think like mid forties would be my peak, early forties to mid forties. Because to me, if you're the same age as my dad, I just can't. That is a conversation I can't have. I can't. Yeah, it's roll also up, awkward when you you know introduce him to your. Yeah, dad. I can't roll up to Sunday dinner and be like, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna marry your classmate. Remember him yeah. from Mrs. Rogers' class?" Like, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's a good point. What you know, about lower? Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting conversation that we had in Italy uh, when my friends were thotting out on Instagram. Uh, we were uh, not just not just your friends. Come on, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Yeah, my friends and I. You were joining in. The whole just say squad. we. Just the whole squad. Yeah, we were just you know we're living fun and fancy free. It was Italy. Yeah, it was a good looking squad living their lives. I get it. Thank you, Steve. Um, so actually, this is on both spectrums. This is a fascinating story. So we go one night to this bar Franco, which is um, tied to a really nice hotel, but it's like a rooftop situation in Italy, whatever. So we get there and we 
meet this group of other Americans. And it's a 55-year-old guy named Scott who um, recently divorced. Kind of, you could tell he had the means to take a bunch of people on this trip. And he had brought his son, his son's friend, and then his two daughters and their boyfriends. So it was this six group of six young people and then Scott just, like, living his life. And, and Scott just bankrolling the whole thing. 100%. Yeah, just bankrolling it. Um, so then Scott's talking about... European Gus. Uh, Steve, so accurate, except with kids. Okay, okay, yeah, Gus but will never have kids. I'm pretty sure he did have on a white linen shirt, so nice. there you go. That's all you need to know. Um, but anyway, so he was talking about how he was married for, you know, about 20 years, and they unfortunately got divorced, and it, it went through a really hard time, and that the girl he was now dating is much younger than him. and She was not on the trip, so I'm imagining that there's trouble in paradise because... You know, I would imagine if he's going there to celebrate his birthday with his family, the girlfriend would come. But that, anyway, mm-hmm. that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. So um, we were we were kind of, so then the the guys that were at the table were a couple years younger than us, like maybe four year four or five years younger than us. And some of the guys at the table were maybe hollering at some of the girls in the group. And yep. the, the next day we had the conversation because we were like, oh, you know four or five years younger that's kind of young that's kind of young for us and we said th- we said why is it okay or what is this mentality that men have where they're like 20 years younger than me no problem and girls are like "Ooh, five years younger kind of immature i don't know if i could go there well i now, think it's b- because before we really ahead, delve John. into this i just want to say like was it was it a few of the guys were hollering at a few of the girls or was like one guy specifically hollering at a, at one specific girl that Saruti and I like know personally <laughs> and you want to like hash this out <laughs> on the pod real quick? I'll just say Humble brag. two guys hollering at two, two specific girls. Two specific girls. Oh, okay. We'll All right, so we're narrowing it down and to you, you one and one of, of your friends. I, yes. I will not reveal who the parties were so yes. because oh they listen to this pod. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, one of them listens to you because you edit it. <laughs> we're not dropping names. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, but it was like, oh, you know, mm, mid-20s, kind of young. You know what I mean? Well, the, I think the reason is because men and women obviously age emotionally at different – like women become much more emotionally, I feel like, mature earlier – and men later. So it's like to be, and I mean, if you're just talking about a straight hookup, like whatever, but if you're like <laughs> actually trying to date this person, like I feel like that's why men date younger women to some extent. Now, obviously it's, I think it's, it's just more socially acceptable and I have no idea why that's the case, but um, I think that, it, I think that sort of has something to do with it. Yeah. But you would think then if men, it takes them longer to mature mentally and emotionally that by the time they hit that peak, they would want someone who's on that same level as them. Yeah, but some guys don't. Some guys are just kind of meatheads, and they're just like, I just want to date some young hot chick. Like, I don't think they're – some guys don't want any emotional connection, you know? Like, like that's dumb, but, you know. Are you and Maddie the same age? Maddie's three years three, three years younger than me, yeah. Three years younger, wow. Yeah. Grabbing you the cradle. Well, I mean – What's up? It's the, I mean, it's it's not – it's really not Wait, that, that high. Maddie Maddie's more mature maybe? than I am, so I don't, I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, Maddie's so mature. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it doesn't really. I didn't really. I didn't really care about it at all. I didn't really know it. I've never really noticed it. It's different because I met her post college, right? I feel like when yeah. you're in school, then you then you notice age differences much more than you do when you're out of school. Yeah, but you have the conversation. This is even how we knew how old they were because they were talking about when they graduated college, and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> you graduated <laughs> in what year? Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, but again, if you didn't know them in college, and like, I feel like they're like 
there are friend groups in college and and by year it sort of goes that way whereas once you're out of college like everyone's sort of on the same plane like when you just meet people out at a bar no i I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that but i'm still not over the fact you got to be above 21 too i mean i mean like they're like obviously like, like oh, yeah, once duh. you once you're above 21 like it doesn't really matter i just feel like it, who cares i mean 10 years is a little aggressive but younger 10 years younger like if a guy was like if a if a thirty one year old was dating a guy was dating a twenty one year old girl I'd like be like all right it's a little strange like and and a, a lot of times I feel like that guy is the thirty one year old guy who like is kind of the creepy guy at the bar who goes out too much and should probably have done something different with his life at that point you know what I mean settle down a little bit or stop trying to act like you're in college which creeps me out but I don't know do you man like you Michelle like we talked about before I don't I you do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm firmly in the age of just a number camp too. I think not all you want. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, the answer to your question is you should hit up this guy if he's from America, and you should meet up with like this 27 year old dude and like go on a date with him. Okay, I'll let my friend know. Oh yeah, well, your <laughs> friend. Um, I love can air out my dating business. On oh this yeah, speaking podcast, of, but anytime it gets to Michelle, it's like, uh, Tom, do we have an update on your dating scenario? This is this is. By the way, really quick, this is Michelle, Michelle. This is the opposite of what I was telling you to do. You need to act like European, Michelle, and you come back to the states, and now you're reserved, Michelle. No, it's not even me, you guys. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, don't try and trap me into oh, this situation. Oh my God. Honestly, Steve, that's going to be my gift to you at your wedding, in addition to cash in an envelope. Because I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy you anything off your registry. I'm too lazy. That's um, fun. I will bring European Michelle to the wedding. Good. She'll be my Whoa. plus one. People like European Michelle. Yeah, but you know what? That'll be a really interesting dynamic, Steve, because it's all work people that will be there that I know. I don't know your friends. I, you know, it's everybody that I know. Well, there. yeah, I mean, you never know. I have a large, I have a big Italian family, and I have like a lot of random friends coming that are all. I'm trying to think. They're probably all around our. Yeah, all they're all around our age. I would imagine even the people from work. So I don't. It's gonna. I don't know. It could get weird. Is there yeah, anyone coming time. to the wedding that you would send me? You can't go, free spot. <laughs> You can't sit with us. Yeah, Tom. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yes, y'all read my mind. Um, wait, Steve, is there anyone coming to the wedding that you would set me up with? Hmm. Let me. Do think. you want that, Michelle? No, not at all. So I'm going to say, don't. I don't feel like you're looking for a real long. If you were looking deal. for no, that, I'm just curious yes. to see if Steve would, if he has friends that he would. This is a better question for my fiance Maddie. Yes. But if you were looking to be set up, I would say yes. Really. Um, he doesn't, well, yes. Oh, you, you already, you have a name in mind. Throw him I on do. the pod. What's his name? I, I do, but I will not. That, <laughs> see, that I'm not going to do. See, I think it's always interesting because anytime you talk to your friends about things like this, usually it's like, I have so many great friends, but I would never set you up with any of them. So the Although, question was more uh, just how Steve views his friends. Not that I really want to well, be set up with anybody. The guy I'm thinking of might be a little too like hipster artsy for you. You know I love Ooh. art, Steve. No, you like you know you like the Mike Trout type. Let's be honest. Oh, you're <laughs> yeah, saying he's too skinny for me. He's too skinny. No, he's not only is he he's fit, um, and but he's not like a I don't know. You know he's not like you like the offensive lineman type. Not only in in stature, but in like personality. You know, per, exactly. Because I've not never really dated like any attractive guys. We've already been over this. It's just <laughs> something that I. That doesn't see. mean you don't want to though. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But, I, if, but if we're being serious here, if you're not looking for a long term thing, what the real question is like you're just looking for like a like a dude to like hook up with at the wedding. I'm not looking for anything, you guys. It was a hypothetical <laughs> question. That's what I'm at I think it was a cry for help. 
A cry for help. <laughs> Steve, you, this may surprise you, but as soon as your wedding is over, literally like 8 a.m., I'm hopping a train to the city to get my hair cut and dyed, so... I heard. I'm excited about it. Yeah, Tom, you don't know this, but I've made an appointment. Uh, after Italy, I was just like, you know what? We're going to start checking things off the list of things that Michelle's always wanted to do and has never done. And one of the things I've always wanted to do is cut my hair really short and dye it platinum blonde. And the appointment is set. It's happening the day after Steve's wedding. Wow. Should I do the same? Yes. <laughs> no, you need to do the opposite. We you should do grow. that. No, I, uh, no I'm, going for, I'm going for flow. I, I want to get to the, the man bun level. But Good congrats for to you. you for yeah, I want to get there. You, Are you kidding? Uh, or do you really want to yeah, do that? I'm no, I'm dead serious. serious. You want to do a man bun? I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. Your hair is, to me it's is perceived as very thick. It is thick, but no, it'll be fine. So, don't worry about it. The th- the thing with my hair, the problem is it grows just straight out. So I need to get it long enough where it gets like flowy. You know, flowy is that? Yeah, you have thing? sort of. I don't. This you have like kind of like chia pet hair where it just yes, like gro- yes. yeah. You know Very what I mean? Where it, yep. Yeah, but it, trust me, it, 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 it you'll be all right once it gets to a it certain like. Time. There's always going to be an awkward time. stage. Yeah, I mean, look, I was in the awkward phase before I did this most recent haircut, and it's been going well. And uh, you know, I'm just going to keep letting it fly here. When I was in the process of growing out my bun, I went through probably a three to four month awkward phase where I wore, literally wore sunglasses on the top of my head indoors <laughs> to ter- like to just to kind of keep my hair back because there was really yeah. no way to do it and it just looks stupid if I didn't have that. Cool. That's going to happen. Not, you gotta re- just wear a hat for a while. That'd be fun. Not, not going to lie, Saruti, when we met at work for the first time, I the first thing I thought in my head was, man, that guy has some weird hair. It's because <laughs> you were in the awkward phase. Yep, definitely. It's uh, <laughs> It was like kind of like a mullet, but not really. Yeah, I, did, I was really, really hard to gauge. Literally the yeah. first thing I said in my head, weird hair, that guy. So you guys, let's change courses. Usually what we do on this pod is rip everything, say what we find annoying, and then rip each other. So instead, I want to bring some positive programming to the Post Show Pod Squad. So I think that we, I was texting with you guys, we always rip content on social media, but why don't we do something we call A-plus content, where we see something that we thought, you know what, that's a good tweet. Or you know what, I'm going to give that Instagram post a like. And we share it with our listeners. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Steve, you go first. Well, so mine is not really like anything on social. Is that okay? Sure. I just want to talk yeah, about... Yeah, content I'm, is king, dude. Yeah, I'm content. Late, I'm a little bit late to the party um, because I know the first season is already done, but I'm almost done with it. Succession on HBO is unbelievable. I have uh, not watched. I need to. It like The it. first episode just like hooks you. It's sort of... Basically, I think I read that it was based off of Rupert Murdoch's family. Basically, it's like this media mogul type guy who's been running this company forever, started it uh, in New York City. He's old, um, and it's about kind of how where the company goes from there, like passing it on to his family. And the family is unbelievably dysfunctional, and, they, and they're constantly fighting, and they do it. It's, the show is awesome. Um, it's done by Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Uh, and it's it's so it's it's not funny, which is strange because they've done obviously they've done Step Brothers and they've but done really different things. But it is funny too. It is funny because um, what is that? I mean, the, I can't think. It's not Greg. Uh, is it Tom? What's the who's the character's Tom, name? Tom, well, Greg and Tom are both funny. Shiv's Shiv's, uh, Shiv's fiance. Shiv's husband is named Tom. Tom. Tom is the Tom is one of my favorite characters in any yeah. show that I've ever watched. He's amazing. He's so stupidly awkward, funny, <laughs> and. He's like he's insecure. He's unsure of himself, and he's 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 my favorite character in the show by far. He's worth the show is worth watching just for him alone. Greg is so, great too, though. Tom Greg is Greg's also great. Relationship <laughs> is amazing. Like they, their friendship is fantastic. Their Greg is also great. 
Um, yeah. But the characters are unbelievable, and uh, I couldn't recommend it anymore. So uh, go watch Succession. Boom. Love it. Tom, you're up. Okay, uh, so my piece of content that's A+, plus it's actually from a few weeks ago, and uh, I had screenshotted and sent it to Michelle and was like, hey, can we talk about this on the podcast? We just never did until now. But uh, I think now is a good time to bring it up. Uh, it was from Maddie's Bachelorette Party, and oh. it was a picture of yeah. her and her friends with Saruti tattoos. Yeah. With, with little, uh, <laughs> what are they called? Like the the... Fake tattoos that you put on it's like of Saruti's face. <laughs> yeah, it was of Steve's face, though. <laughs> yeah, it was my face. And I just died laughing. <laughs> I had never seen that before, ever. And it was it was a really good drawing of your face. Like, it was yeah. really well done. Uh, so, shouts to that. That's A-plus content. I, I, I bring it up. I, well, first of all, yes, I do. I wasn't <laughs> I we giving a wedding leftovers. invite. Yes. Yeah, wasn't giving a, giving That's a wedding invite. That's better than a wedding so, invite. Instead, so in honor of that, in honor of going to your wedding, which I'm not doing, I will I will put one of those on my arm for the wedding I am actually going Great. that day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. We can make that happen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Tom will be with you in spirit, Steve. Exactly. But Sarudi, I just wanted to get your take quickly on that. Like, what, what, do you, what is your opinion of these, like, stamps with your face on it? Um, I was pretty surprised at first when I saw everyone start tagging me on Instagram because I was just hanging home that weekend. I'm starting to get these updates from her friends. I'm like, why are they tagging me in pictures? That's strange. And I was like, oh, that's my face. Uh, it was really well done. Okay, this is happening. And then I was just like, I don't know, it's kind of awesome. It's funny. Like, I like I'm. It's I don't know. So I wasn't. I was weirded out at first, and then I sort of loved it. Right, because I could totally see you being weirded out by that. But I yeah. thought it was hilarious. I would love if my fiance did that. I think that's funny. Okay, so mine um, is kind of inappropriate, but I find it to be Whoa, okay. very funny. Um, so before I left, Euro, my, Euro Michelle. In, in, well, in the, in the humor sense. So when I drink a little too much, when I'm overserved, my friends nickname me Helen. Uh, okay, I like Helen Keller because I just stop speaking and really just only want to eat pizza. I basically go just mute, and I'm like, all right, you know what? We're done here. I just want pizza and I want to go to bed. <laughs> I get it. So once okay. you know, I start to get to that point. I, we have, we rarely see her. It was more of a college thing. It'd be like, oh, she's Helen. You know, Helen is with us now. So I was explaining this to Mike Golick Jr. Uh, he was actually in Chicago the same time I was before I left for Italy. And we went out one night with my friends. Um, have you guys seen the Instagram account called The Real Helen Keller? No. No. It is the funniest thing I have seen in years. Every post is just a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And with like a caption? Yes. So, like, for the first one I just pulled up, it's a black screen, and it says, hashtag selfie. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's one, if you keep scrolling, that's a a full white screen, and it says, gotcha, April Fool's. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty awesome. That's that's hilarious. It's definitely a little sad for blind people. Of course. That's why I said it's so inappropriate. It's it's, so funny. That's very funny. It's one of those things that from a community. Comedic, from a comedic standpoint, it makes me laugh every time. It is so funny, and every time I see it, I go, "You know what? That's a plus content." Yeah, didn't you also? Great. Speaking of, so so you were Helen Keller. Didn't you also have a friend that they called Gollum? <laughs> yes, so one of my other. Friends. 
<laughs> I mean, we won. We wonder, but um, no. One of my other friends, she could have one glass of wine or like twelve tequila shots. It doesn't matter. She will get sick the next day and is incapacitated. And we call her Gollum because if you've ever seen the Lord of the Rings, which I have not, but I know what Gollum looks like. That's what she looks like the next morning. She has like one scraggle of hair oh in front of her face, and <laughs> she can't move. And she's like. Bring me some pizza or whatever. Oh, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, Gollum, thanks. See you at brunch. Gollum um, and Helen Keller just walking around. What a pair, the us two, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's, you know, I just love that we're bringing some positive programming. A plus well, content. there you go. Helen Keller. That's, I, I've got my A plus content for next time, then. I'm going to save, I'm gonna save a, uh, an Instagram thing if we're going that route. Awesome. All right, well, Steve, we know you have to go, so we'll chat with you later. Later. All right, Tom, Saruti had to bounce, so let's uh, read some reviews, shall we? All right, yeah, why not? Let's just see people ripping me as as usual. No, these are great. So uh, <laughs> this one is from Chapman with, let's see, one, two, three, four. How many zeros is that? It looks like six zeros, but I can't be sure. Okay, uh, Chapman six zeros. Chapman six zeros. Chapman zero, 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 zero. So um, title is cool, and then the subject, five stars. It says, subject line, more talk about packing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the whole review yes and i just chapman gets us you know that that's that funny. one was like a review after my own heart wait so does he think that we talk about packing a lot because i feel like only once did we talk about packing only once but he's saying like cool no one cares <laughs> stop talking about packing <laughs> which i know listen I, I, respect it. I respect it but chapman six zeros it'd be it'd be hilarious to now have this conversation like why did you put that see that's the point that's what this post show pod is all about like you know you you say something funny like that but now like let's talk about it let's break it down i know um okay so i'm gonna read this one because it's positive to you. Team Bosovic says, Fatractive BT in the Post Show Pod. Five stars. This podcast is the best. Great balance between the awesome, insightful interviews and Post Show Pod reunions. Love Freeze Pops party stories, Saruti Sarcasm, and Michelle St. Louis Pride. Five stars for sure. Wow. There we go. Respect to that guy. And or you girl. know what? Team Bosovic didn't even know that you were drunk on Tuesday when I texted you about the pod <laughs> and went to the Childish Gambino concert last night and you're struggling today. Yeah, no, I've had a I've had a fun few days here for sure. You know, when you when you're working like weird night hours, like working on games and stuff, you have weird days off. And uh, yeah, Tuesday night got after it, Taco Tuesday, and then last night went to the Childish Gambino concert, and it was pretty lit. And uh, I'm sitting in my friend's apartment in Boston, and uh, yeah, I'm a little hungover here talking on the phone to you guys. You know, your stretch of uh, post show pods where you've been hungover is really unmatched. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, honestly, I'm not even mad. I'm really impressed. Well, it's just, it, you know, we, we always do these midweek and like, you know, the midweek is kind of my weekend at this point in my life. So like, yeah, right. it's uh, it kind of lines up great. But, you know, it's a moving target, Tom. Like some days we tape on Wednesdays, <laughs> some days Thursdays, the occasional it is, it Friday. Is weird. It, it is weird that it always kind of lines up towards me, like being a little bit hungover. It, it, it is weird. But you know what? Let's let's roll with it. You know. All right. Last review from Pylon Cam. Uh title post show pod rocks five stars listening to the post show pod crew is the best it's like hanging out with your friends need life advice segments and Rosillo on one pod so he and saruti can ignore everyone else and focus on their bromance yeah yeah that would be great i mean first love the life advice idea uh because will kane show doesn't do that i don't think right did that retire with Rosillo? yeah i think Rosillo took that with him so there we go. Well, took it with him. I mean, come on. Life advice is not an original idea. We, oh, no, sh- we no. should try and figure it out. Like, we should try and, like, I don't know, 
figure out, get some voicemail calls or tweets or something. I'd love to do life advice on the pod. Oh, no, I just meant that Will shelved anything that they were doing <laughs> with he and Ryan and kind of started his own thing. Yeah, there we go. Well, but you know uh, what? that's a great idea. We are obviously going to get Danny and Ryan on the, on the pod at some point. I've talked to both of them about it. But, you know, it's kind of um, – they're the white whales, right? Like this is anybody that listens to the post show pod loves Ryan and Danny and they're waiting for that moment. But now that we're on football season and uh, now that Ryan has some things settled, we're going to have to get it done. But it's all about logistics. Everybody's so busy. Yeah, that's the problem. It's, you know, he's in L.A. and Danny is where? Florida? Yeah, so but he's like, recording he's in the morning. He's got college yeah, football. Yeah, he's traveling everywhere. Yeah, shout out to Danny Canal. We haven't mentioned it on the podcast. CBS HQ, daily show now. What's I know, up? Killing it. Um, yep. And shout out to Rosillo, New Deal. You know, his yeah, writing congrats, stuff is going congrats well. Congrats to him. ESPN and The Ringer and TV. Good and, for you, Ryan. <laughs> um, but, you know, when we have them on, that's not a bad idea from our listener, from our faithful listener, is we should bring back those old segments. Like, when we have Danny on, we should do Go to the Week. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's that's going to happen. That was my favorite thing ever. Go to the Week was the best. But... The best part of Go to the Week was just Ryan's facial expressions throughout the whole thing. He hated it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, when those when those podcasts do happen, they will be fun. And uh, I'm excited for them to eventually happen. Thanks to all those people who left those reviews, who subscribed, rated, and reviewed. If you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts. Give it a subscribe. Give it a rate. Give it a review. And you know what? Find us on social media, too. And let us know what you want us to talk about. I always love hearing from people being like, you know what? The packing segment? Lame. Don't do that anymore. Like, more talk about Freeze Pops Love Life. I've gotten that a lot. People are very into the emoji gate. Yeah, people were a little too into that. I, mean, I was getting, I was getting tweets from people like, "How'd it go? Like, how, what, what's the follow up?" It's like, "Oh my god!" Well, it's like, really, we're gonna do been this? there in a weird kind of text thing with yeah, someone I, you kind of like. I, this is what you do when you put things out there in the public that people actually consume. Like people, people follow up with you. So at the very least, it's a good sign for the podcast. So thanks, continue, thanks for your continued listening. I and guess is what I'm what, trying to say. You're just so relatable. <laughs> That's what it is. I guess. I guess so. so. All right. Well, thanks, Tom. You are the best. All right. I will uh, talk to you soon. Um, and thanks to all of you again for listening. We'll be back in action next week. And until then, good night, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.